the Christian life is hard, uh, but under God's mighty and gracious hand, uh, we may stand firm. I've got three points for us this this evening. Uh, Firstly, humble yourselves under God's mighty hand. Humble yourselves uh, under God's uh, mighty hands. In in the brief time that Becky and I have been married, I've seen uh, some of my stubbornness. Um, Trying to do things on my own, uh, even though Becky is there and I can ask her for help, and she wants me to ask her for help. Uh, So things like carrying four heavy bags of shopping out of the car into the flat, uh, struggling, uh, dragging them along. Uh, Why don't you ask for help, Daniel? Or cooking in the kitchen and, and struggling uh, to do it all uh, in the time. And she said, well, why don't you ask me for help? I'm sitting here. Uh, and of course, asking for help, uh, it takes a bit of humility, doesn't it? And Peter recognizes that. Uh, and he says that in verse 6, uh, humble yourselves, therefore under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Uh, In this letter, we have been told of the reality of suffering uh, in the Christian life. Uh, And maybe we think in our times of suffering, in our times of trial, we can do it all on our own and we're stubborn uh, and refuse to admit we need help. But Peter says here, actually, you need to humble yourselves. Uh, You need to swallow your pride uh, and know that you are under God's mighty hands. That's what Peter says. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Uh, recognize that you, you aren't God, that you can't do this on your own. Uh, and unlike God, you don't see how your trial may end, but, but he knows, doesn't he, the beginning to the end. We don't even know how tomorrow is going to go, but we can rest in God's mighty hands. But maybe at times we doubt that God's hand is mighty. Uh, And I'd love us, uh, this will be the the last kind of discussion-y bit uh, together, Um, just for a few minutes, uh, read a couple of scriptures which speak about God's mighty hand. Uh, They take us back to the Exodus. Uh, So in your groups, just for a few moments, five minutes, no, no more, uh, read these verses and then chat. How does God show his mighty hand for them in their situation, uh, in both in those verses and throughout the book of Exodus? Uh, and how does that give us confidence to humble ourselves under his mighty hand as we see God acting in history? group it is in they might want to start or does Phil want to start no oh we don't even know if it's working to be fair um doing strange things but we'll we'll see um (laughs) uh does anyone want to feedback on that first first question uh 
How does God show his mighty hand in the Israelite situation? Mark. We were speaking about deliverance, how the Lord delivered the Israelites out of um, Egypt. Yeah. And how did he deliver them? Uh, through the Red Sea. Yeah. And by cursing the Egyptians, cursing Pharaoh. Yeah. 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 We, we see God's mighty hand at work in the, on those plains, those miraculous events, and then in the Red Sea, yeah, that parting of the waves. Yeah. 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 God changing Pharaoh's heart, yeah. Yeah. They will know that it is the, the Lord at work. It could only be the Lord at work. It could only be his mighty hand at work. As they live life under God's mighty hand. Well, yeah. 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 I was saying in in our group when say so let let them go and they they were heading out and then suddenly the Egyptians they were chasing after them uh, and at just the right time the waves parted for the Israelites and then as the Egyptians went in they came down uh, and here in one Peter it, it says doesn't it uh, that he may lift you up in due time kind of at just the right time and he, the Lord knows what the right time is doesn't he. Um, uh, second question um, anybody uh, any thoughts how does that give us confidence to humble ourselves under his mighty hand go, go, go on Ray yeah yeah don't think we're above God yeah And it's still the same God at work today. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Do you think there's something about accepting God's providence? Because God's hand sort of is on us in a certain way for a certain set of circumstances. We could rebel against that. Yeah. We trust that all his ways are right. They, they may see it like we, we may just think, why God would you do it like this? Why would you let me go through this? Um, but we trust, yeah, he, he's in his providence that his ways are right. Yeah. Uh, well, let's, let's carry on. Um, so part of humbling ourselves under God's mighty hand is verse 7. Uh, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Uh, the suffering we may face in the Christian life, living as aliens and exiles in this world, uh, it may well produce anxiety within us. Uh, and anxiety itself, it, it's not 
uh, wrong, but, but burdening ourselves with that worry, thinking we can kind of handle that all on our own, that is an act of pride. That isn't humbling ourselves uh, under God's mighty hand. And so Peter says, Peter calls us, cast all your anxiety upon him. I wonder if you ever think about casting your worries upon the Lord, uh, praying, Lord, I'm feeling so anxious about this. I, I don't even know why. Um, uh, confident, we can do that confidently in the Lord and, and his mighty hand, in his mighty hand which can lift us up in due time at just the right time as it did in the Exodus as it, as it has done in the past. Uh, and Peter says we can do that because he cares for you. God cares for you. Um, maybe you doubt his care at times. Uh, maybe when we're feeling anxious, when we're going through a trial, we, we doubt God's care for us. Uh, but we don't need to. Uh, and if you do, uh, remember the cross. Uh, so some verses in 1 Peter, in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18 to 19, it says, Peter writes, For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. That know that God has redeemed you, has done all you need for your salvation, but by Jesus shedding his precious blood. That's care. Giving him ver his very self for you. God cares for you so much that he was willing to come die and shed his blood for you. So you would be forgiven. Redeemed, adopted as children of God. God cares for you. Uh, and so in humility, don't believe you don't believe you can stand firm in a trial on your own, that you can bear all this anxiety on your own. But cast it upon the Lord. Humble yourselves before Him and His mighty hand. It is indeed mighty. Uh, and by that we may stand. Firm. Secondly, second thing, resist and stand firm against the enemy. I'd love to show you just a very brief, it uh, doesn't require sound, a uh, very brief video clip. Um, hopefully it will play. Maybe it won't. I need to click a button. Here we go. There's a gazelle. <laughs> Should we watch that again? It's very brief. <laughs> no. There's a lion on the prowl trying to get that gazelle as some food but the gazelle manages to escape and that's a picture huh? 
outwitted him. Yes, uh, that's a picture of what we're told our enemy, the devil, uh, is up to. Uh, he is wa- roaring around, looking to devour. Verse 8, be alert and a sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. If that gazelle wasn't awake and sober, uh, he'd have been dead meat. Uh, And Peter encourages us to be of alert and of sober mind because your enemy, the devil, he prowls around like a lion looking for someone to devour. And so he says in verse 9, resist him standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. The Christian life is hard, but under God's mighty hands, uh, we may stand firm. Uh, And it could be that during a trial, uh, during a time of suffering uh, in the Christian life, uh, we may begin to think uh, thoughts uh, such as God doesn't really love me or I'm not really a Christian. We, we begin to doubt God and his work and, and maybe these are devices that Satan is using as he's prowling around looking for someone to devour. He's looking to take us away from God, away from standing firm in our faith. The Christian life is hard, but under God's mighty hand, uh, we may stand firm. We, we need to trust God's grace and keeping power. Uh, but Peter tells us we need to do something too. Resist him standing firm in the faith. Uh, one picture I have is of a soldier uh, with their armor on in battle against the enemy. They, they protect themselves so that they can stand firm and strong against the enemy. And that's certainly a picture that the Bible picks up on. Ephesians 6, famously, where Paul writes, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. It's in the Lord and his mighty power that we're told we can stand. Be strong in the Lord, in his mighty power. And as you go through that armor of God that Paul lists in Ephesians 6, it's, it's a work of God. It's, it's his truth. It's his righteousness. It's his gospel uh, which we put on. It's, it's the faith which he gifts to us. It's salvation which he gives to us. It's the Bible, the sword of the Spirit, which he gives to us. We stand in him and his work. And there's a further encouragement that Peter gives us to help us to stand as well. Uh, he encourages us in this letter to remember that we're not on our own. We're not the only ones facing the Christian life. Verse 9, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. You're not on your own. 
in the Christian life. You don't stand as a soldier uh, on their own. If a soldier was standing on their own, they'd be very prone to attack. Nobody to help them, support them. We don't stand on our own. We have fellow soldiers fighting the same battles. And in the Christian life, when things get hard, we need one another. When it feels like the enemy is attacking us, when he's throwing his fiery darts, uh, his, his lies, uh, working his schemes, trying to devour us, maybe it feels at times like we're on our own. But know that we're not. Your Christian family throughout the world is too going, undergoing the same kind of suffering. We have our Christian family very visibly here, right in front of us now. We can look round at one another and think, yeah, I'm not on my own. But we've also got Christian brothers and sisters around Sussex. We're members of the Sussex Gospel Partnership. We stand with them. We look to the UK. Uh, We're members of the FIEC. We know there's many churches around many Christians but not only in the UK but around the world imagine what sufferings Christians in North Korea in Sudan in Afghanistan are going through maybe some of them don't even see can't even imagine what being with other believers is like but know that we're not on our own and so Peter says, you're not on your own, resist him, standing firm in the faith. We're living life under God's mighty hand. We're standing in his power and his strength, the armor of God that he gives to us, and we have one another. We have the family believers. The Christian life is hard, but under God's mighty hand, we may stand firm. Uh, And finally, Uh, Number three, stand firm by his grace. Stand firm by his grace. Uh, A key thing in this whole letter is that as strangers uh, and exiles in the world, we can expect uh, to suffer in this hostile world, but suffering as Christians, it leads to glory. We see that when Peter reminds us of Christ. wonderfully uh, in your summary of one Peter brought us to Jesus Uh, and and Peter in this letter has spoken of Jesus how he's suffered but he's now in glory Uh, and we suffer for a little while but we know that we're on the same pathway as Christ and he's in glory and that's where we're going to and that can help us to stand Uh, that thought will help us as we uh, stand firm by his grace. So verse 10, and the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Though we may suffer here, there is glory to come. That's the perspective we have in the Christian life, the perspective of eternity. 
this week uh, agreed with Phil just a, a few days off in October half term and that actually has changed the perspective of the next few weeks. Uh, looked so busy a week ago. Uh, where am I going to have any rest? Uh, but actually knowing that I'll have a, just a few days off uh, makes all those sermons that need writing, all those meetings that need happening, all the light party that needs running, it, it changes the perspective that I have uh, on the next few weeks. It makes it feel like, wow, yeah, I can look forward to a few days break and then carry on. Uh, maybe you feel the same when the, when the holiday is booked. You have something to look forward to and you're living in the light of that. Just a few more months, just a few more weeks and then, then I can have that break. Uh, and in the Christian life, you know, we can look ahead too. Uh, we can look ahead uh, knowing uh, as aliens and strangers in this world, in this world where we don't belong, we know we're going home and we're going to glory. Uh, we'll be eternally with God uh, and his people uh, in the new creation in a world where we'll be truly at home. But maybe you doubt you could ever get there. Uh, maybe you wonder if you've failed God too many times. That's the devil uh, prowling around uh, and lying to us again, isn't it? We can be no, in no doubt because of God uh, and his grace to us. His grace which keeps us. Uh, that's what Peter taught points us to in this verse, verse 10. And the God of all grace, he has called you into his eternal glory. In Christ, you are safe and secure, held by his grace. And so you may well suffer a little while on earth, but know that he is going to restore you. He is going to make you strong, firm, and steadfast. And that's all to his praise and glory. And so we are heading home. Uh, the Christian life may be hard, but we stand firm by God's grace. And he will see us through to the ends. And it's his grace that Peter has been writing of uh, in this letter uh, verse 10, I think, and 11, I think, are good summaries of 1 Peter. But, but verse 12 uh, is too, uh, helps us to see what Peter's been writing about in this letter. Uh, verse 12, with the help of Silas, whom I regard as a faithful brother, I have written to you briefly, encouraging you and testifying to you that this is the true grace of God. Stand fast in it. Throughout this letter, uh, he's wanted to remind these believers of the true grace of God. This grace of God that will keep us, by which he will help us to stand firm, uh, and we ourselves need to stand firm in, stand fast in this truth. Uh, hold on to this truth. This is wonderful truth that we trust in God and his keeping grace. And though the trials, though the suffering, it will be hard. It may well be hard. But those 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years, whatever God blesses us with, they are really just a little while 
a mere drop in the ocean compared to eternity. That's where we're heading. And so the Christian life is hard. Peter's been very real and honest with us about that in this letter. But he's also so encouraging as he's helped us to see that even this evening, we may just humble ourselves under God's mighty hand, trust that, that all his ways are right and good. And we may stand firm till the end, until we get to be in our eternal home all by God and his grace. So let's pray. Our Father God, we thank you that you are a gracious God. You are a God who by your grace will keep us firm, steadfast to the end. And we pray that you would help us to indeed do what Peter calls us to here and humble ourselves under God's, your mighty hand. And we trust that you will keep us uh, and indeed restore us and make us strong and firm and steadfast. And we give you all the glory. To you be the power forever and ever. Amen.